0: all right good evening everybody hey everybody we're missing a few but that's okay maybe they'll trickle in maybe not but hey we're glad you guys are here we are glad got some visitors coming to hang out with us tonight we're gonna have a special treat tonight David's gonna bring the word I don't know if he's bringing it with the shofar or if he's just gonna preach the Word of God we'll see what happens but uh yeah well let's Let's get down to business. It's 6:04, and I know you guys are hungry for Jesus as much as, hopefully, as maybe more than I am, because I am looking forward to the presence of the Lord every time we get together. In fact, I can't wait till I shut up and get done with talking and rambling, so that we could just dive in. Amen, brother. So that we could just dive into the Lord's presence. So, hey, one announcement. I always have to throw this to everybody. Um, Wednesday nights. In case you didn't know I think everyone here knows everyone for the most part comes Um, this Wednesday we are going to go into session two of our foundations of honor I do want to just check in with everyone that came last week I know this is the Wednesday right before Thanksgiving so I kind of wanted to get a feel you don't have to let me know now but let me know later at the end of the night if you don't plan on being here because if, if we have enough people that are going to be busy with Thanksgiving preparations, then we will probably just gather and worship and pray and wait to do the class. But if the core of the group, like last week, that was like more people than a typical Sunday, I feel like. It was a full house here. Um, it's a really good class, Foundations of Honor, and we, we dove into the whole subject of Of Our identity being family. We are family in the kingdom that God is our father and we are sons and daughters before anything else And we're just on a journey together through this course To learn how how God would want us to relate to one another how how we can show honor that's shown in heaven between the Trinity How we can bring heaven into our earthly relationships, especially in the context of being sons and daughters of God so it's good stuff. Hopefully everyone enjoyed it. And also if you are not able to come to one of those classes, I have figured out a way to have a private YouTube channel that I'm not breaking any copyright rules to put the video out there for any of our people who miss one that they can go back and watch the video. So nobody could search for you have to have that I send Um, to you personally to watch the video and then we did record our discussion time so all of the chat that's gone on um, a good 30 minutes worth of talking and going over the the material which is probably the the best part of the whole thing is just hearing each other's heart regarding the topic after watching a a 10 12 minute video Um, so I wanted to capture that in case somebody wasn't able to be here so they could go back and listen. Or, if you really wanted to hear something, if you were in the room, and you wanted to just you know go back to it again, it's, it's there. And of course, some people took screenshots of some of the assignment part, so that was helpful. Anyway, you guys good? Simple announcement. I took probably way too long talking about it. We are going to worship in two seconds, or well, maybe more than two, but I'm going to just open us up with a scripture. I don't have a declaration this week. I didn't know rev y'all up again and, and get you screaming in tongues like he did last week and then I kind of took it down about 10 notches with a declaration okay no, actually I just I wanted to open up with this scripture I'm just going to read a couple passages real quick and then I'll have everyone stand um, this is from Ephesians chapter 2 just, just speaking Paul's talking about our new identity in Christ as sons and daughters of God, as those who have been reconciled to the Father through Jesus' atonement on the cross. Verse 13, yeah, I've got to focus in there. Verse 13, he says, Yet look at you now. Everything is new. Although you were once distant and far away from God, now you have been brought delightfully close to him through the sacred blood of Jesus. Jesus. You have actually been united to Christ. The power of the blood of Jesus, it has caused you to be united to Christ, and you've been brought, the word in the Passion translation is delightfully, you have been brought delightfully near to him. See, God wants to spend time with you. Your Father wants you to draw close to him, and the blood of Jesus has made, made it possible for us to do that. So we continue down in verse 16. We live restored to God. Why don't you just, I don't know, put your hand on your heart and just say, I am restored. I am restored to God and reconciled in the body of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Through his crucifixion, hatred died. For the Messiah has come to preach the sweet message of peace to you, The ones who were distant and to those who are near. And now, because we are united to Christ, we both have equal and direct access in the realm of the Holy Spirit to come before the Father. You and I have been given equal and direct access to come before the Father in the realm of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here to sweep us up into the heavenly realm tonight that you and I could encounter the Father, that we could spend time with our King, Jesus, that we could listen to the Spirit of God's voice, that he could show us the things of heaven, he could reveal to us the things that are going on in the, in the heavenly realm. And I'll finish So you are not foreigners or guests, but rather you are children of the city of the Holy Ones with all the rights as family members. Just say all. All. We have all the rights. Your rights have not been cut short or limited based on your performance or your own personal evaluation of yourself. God has given you in Christ full rights as a son or daughter of God. You are rising like the perfectly fitted stones of the temple and your lives are being built up together upon the foundation laid by the apostles and prophets. And best of all, you are connected to the head cornerstone of the building, the anointed one, Jesus Christ himself. Thank you, Lord. We are connected to him. He lives in you if you're a believer. He will abide in you, and you abide in him. This entire building is under construction. So take a deep breath of relief. (sighs) Thank you, Lord. I'm under construction. I don't have to be perfect because he who began a good work in you, he's faithful to complete it. And he's still at work today. The building is under construction and is continually growing under his supervision until it rises up completed as the holy temple of the Lord himself. This means that God is transforming each one of you Into the Holy of Holies. Why don't you guys stand up? You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. God chose to use the the description of you as a temple because he knew that in the Word of God people would would relate to that as the temple the actual temple that the Spirit of God dwelt in in Jerusalem with Israel. That that temple had a holy of holies in it, the most holy place where the Ark of the Covenant was kept, where the Shekinah glory of God dwelt, where it was was considered the throne of God. And nobody could go beyond that curtain except for the high priest once a year with the blood of a freshly sacrificed lamb to sprinkle that blood before God as as a way to make a covering or an atonement of the sins of the people of Israel. And when Jesus said on the cross, it is finished, that curtain in that actual temple in Jerusalem was torn from top to bottom, just ripped, three feet thick, if I can remember right, twisted yarn that was dyed in purple with golden fashioned angels and and heavenly symbols woven into that curtain was ripped from top to bottom. And God says, you are that temple. You are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. You have your spirit, your most inner place where the Holy Spirit of God now lives and dwells. And he wants to flood the temple tonight. He wants to fill your temple with his glory, with his presence, with the weightiness of his nature and character. So you are being transformed into the Holy of Holies His dwelling place through the power of the Holy Spirit living in you. So let's prepare to worship. Jesus, we thank you for your presence. We thank you that you're living inside of every believer in this room. That you have come to dwell inside of us. That you want to flood us, your temples, with your glory tonight. So we just want to worship you, Lord. We want to exalt the name of Jesus. We want to lift high the name above all names, the king of our lives. We want our hearts to become a glorious throne of praise and worship for you to come and rest on. So Lord, tonight we just say, Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you come and fill this room with your goodness? Come and release the realm of heaven into this earthly atmosphere. Shift the atmosphere with your glory as you come. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Let's worship you guys.
1: Yes, Father, you can have all this world. We just want you, Jesus. We just want you. We give you everything, Father. We lay everything down at your feet tonight, Father God. God, we just want more of you. God, we just want to love you. We want to love you well. I pray that your fire would just fall on this place tonight. Let your fire fall. Consume us tonight, God. God, we abandon everything to you. Consume us. Consume us tonight with your fire. Burn everything out of us that doesn't belong. Thank you, God, that you love us so well. God, even if we're not faithful, God, you are. You're faithful in so many ways. God, we just praise you to- lift your voices to him. Tell him how much you love him. Tell him what you're thankful for tonight. Yes, God, we praise you, God. God, we're so thankful, God. Yes. Yes, God, we thank you. God, we thank you for yourself. We thank you for your kindness and your mercy. We thank you that you're always a good, good father to us. God, that you will never leave us, you will never forsake us. If you need prayer tonight I'm gonna to ask that you come up right now whether it's physical it doesn't matter breakthrough if you need prayer for anything come come up
2: yeah and
0: I, I was just feeling like the Lord wants to strengthen bodies tonight um, strengthen us strengthen you for this week for the the holiday season so if you just need a fresh impartation of just strength just a Just that Holy Spirit just invigorating life in your body. So healing and strength. just extend your hands thank you guys for praying in your seats but just extend your hands speak over isabel right now and i just say strength strength of holy spirit just come flood this body flood this vessel that just as the bell ringers are going to be coming out that isabel is going to be making and releasing a sound a strong sound it may not be loud to the ear but it is a strong reverberating sound of the release of heaven Release of heaven into home goods into Silverdale into Cats Scrappiness shop over here into East Bremerton and Manette everywhere she goes. Lord, let the sound, the sound that she carries, let it resound. Let the bells ring. Let the bells ring out. The bells of heaven. Jesus. just pray for John and we pray for Christian on be on behalf of Christian through John we just say uh, sickness you have to go Uh, upset stomachs you got to go something in the food it's just got to go we just we curse any bacteria we curse any food poisoning any viral thing that's trying to come against their bodies and we just say Holy Spirit flood their bodies now flood their bodies. Your word says that you would release life into our mortal bodies by your spirit who is in us. So we speak life now in Jesus' name. Life in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Again, I think you got it. So if uh, any of our prophetic voices, um, I just want to take a few minutes and minister and the prophetic before we hand things off completely to David over here I know he's looking at the time thinking Woohoo, I got lots of time <laughs> we're just gonna just gonna steal a little bit of that time um, Barbara if you've got something um, John charla if you got some forest I know I don't even want to ask you because you're just like because no. you're chicken of the microphone is that worth? Okay, well, if you get something, just come up anyway. I'm harassing, that's my mom, my mother-in-law, so I can, I can harass her. I won't do that to anyone else, so I promise. Alright, I want to hand it to you guys if you got something.
2: So during worship, I was just hearing cataracts. So I don't know if anybody is having an issue with cataracts or if they're worried about getting cataracts. So there's physical healing for cataracts in the house. But there's also a spiritual healing for cataracts. So I looked up cataracts and uh, it says that it anything that blocks the passage of light. So if there's anything that is hindering your vision to see what the Lord has for you, your hope for the future, if there's any clouding or confusion or you're just the weight of the season, just the darkness, if you're feeling like that's overshadowing what you know that the Lord has called you to, the plan that he has for you, he wants to clear that up in the name of Jesus. So I just decree right now that your vision is as God designed in the name of Jesus. That cataracts will be healed In Jesus name. The fear of cataracts is removed in the name of Jesus. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. And we come under the blood covering, the powerful blood covering of Jesus Christ. By his stripes we are healed in the mighty name of Jesus. And I decree that anything that is blocking the passage of the light of Jesus, the light of his path for you, we remove all obstacles in the name of Jesus from the enemy, all assigned obstacles. Any obstacles that maybe you've partnered with or you've created in the name of Jesus, we remove those right now in Jesus' name. I declare and decree vision and hope restored The cloud of confusion is removed. The hope of a future is renewed in Jesus' name. You have a hope. You have a future. Your days are not over. You're not too young. You're not too old. Stop saying that in Jesus' name. I say that too. Give me. The scripture says that his word is a light unto your feet. It's a lamp unto your path if you're having if you have been having a difficult time knowing what the path the lord has for you is you knew what it was before you're confused right now get into the word and declare this word you have a path that is well lit by the lord jesus christ your steps are ordered of the lord you have a future and a hope in jeremiah i think it's like six or eight It says, show me the old ways and I will walk in them. Ask the Lord to show you those steps again in the name of Jesus. So actually, I just want to do, um, can I just, we just blow off the, the confusion. This is the whirlwind state, I guess. We just, just, just blow it off, you guys. No stagnant air, no stagnation. So we just invite the Holy Spirit to come in. Holy Spirit, you can go to my house while I'm sleeping. Any stagnant air, any stagnant thoughts, Lord, you just blow those off in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So if you guys, if you are struggling with physical cataracts, well, in spiritual cataracts too, if you don't feel or see the change right now, Um, my understanding is even with the gift of healing, it is progressive. It's not always right away. So don't get discouraged. Partner with hope, you guys. Partner with Jesus. Partner with Jesus. When you go to bed tonight, just remind yourself, my eyes are healed in Jesus' name. And wake up with that fresh new vision. And just keep declaring that in the name of Jesus. And then I saw... um, wave after wave, there's another wave coming through. And it's like wild waves. It's like those water parks, you know, where you got like waiting at the end and there here comes a wave and you catch that one. And then there's another one coming after it. And then there's another one. So we're in a season of one wave. And then the next wave is going to come through this is like a rolling thing. So get ready for this next season, you guys. We've already been going through some of it, but I think that we've got some more waves coming. We're in another wave right now. So, Lord, I thank you for the wave of revival, for the wave of reformation, for the wave of resurrection of dead things that is coming back into our lives and into this city. And we declare the wave of revival over Bremerton in Jesus' name and the wave of revival through Washington State. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord.
3: So when we started out tonight, I just, uh, and this is kind of different. This is like the launch of a big party. This is a celebration. There were fireworks, there were just fireworks going on of every color and form, the whole sky was filled and during worship I just felt a really strong presence of angels and I saw a lot of them coming here dancing. They were singing with us and they were dancing and they were flagging and they were so full of joy. They're sharing that with us and they're partnering with us in the launch of this new celebration that we are on the path to revival. This is revival. It is new. It is different than it's ever been because this one's going to stick. This is not this is not, we're practicing, we're gonna see how it goes, and it kind of falls off. This revival it's a whole different flavor. It's just, it's, it's gonna stick, and we're a part of that. We are all part of that. And during worship, they're just, uh, and after, and now, there's this huge pillar, of golden light, straight from heaven. That is just surrounding every one of us this is huge it's almost it seems like a solid it's like a, a plumb line pillar and is covering here and is extending throughout our entire community we're all connected to it and we're all moving in it and through it it is moving in us and through us and it's here to stay
0: In case you guys aren't understanding um, what's what Barbara's describing you know Barbara is a seer so the Lord has given her a gift of really being able to see in-depth things in the spirit and I've never once in the year and a half we've known her heard her share anything that brought up a red flag it's always been really good and I really believe that the Lord is on it so we just want to receive we want to receive what some God has gifted some in the kingdom to to see into the angelic realm to see into the realm of the spirit so that we can get a, an understanding and revelation of what god is doing and what that does is it imparts faith to us it imparts encouragement to us so that we can take even greater hope so i received that and i i personally i was feeling an angelic presence tonight too i get hands i just felt Kind of like a tickle on the sides of my hands and i'm like i rub my hands a little bit and then i move it a little bit i just sense god what are you doing in the atmosphere i felt like there was an angelic release tonight and i believe that that the presence that god is releasing in here tonight is to strengthen us i already mentioned the strengthening so just receive that why don't you can you guys do this just put a hand on the person next to you maybe us a little bit um, if you can, put, put a hand on yourself. You, you know, by faith, you can reach the person behind you or whatever. Uh, yes, yeah, so thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, we just, we receive, we receive the strength of your spirit. We receive the gift of heaven that comes from your throne, from your altar, that even angels have the ability to, to bring and release into our gatherings. So whatever method it comes, Lord, we just say, Holy Spirit, come and release your strength tonight. Let the fire of your presence fill our bodies, fill our minds, fill our motivation with strength in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. And I just got uh, real quick, you guys doing good? Oh, you just just okay? Oh, you're sorry. You're bridging the gaps there. Good, good. I just got a couple words, and I don't know if you guys are going to have some words, but I know I might have given you guys a word the last time you're here, but I have no recollection of anything that happened when you were here the last time. <laughs> so it's Michael and Patricia. Can, can you guys just stand real quick? I'm not long, not, not long. So, and maybe you guys could just extend your hands towards them. I just feel like Michael... Like God has graced you as a messenger. Like you are a royal messenger of the king. And he's put his word like a scroll in your mouth. And you've taken that word and you've eaten it and you've, you've digested it and it is now a part of you. I just see like in your belly this, this coating, coating of gold. And you carry the message of the king. So we just want to bless you with that, that you have the reinforcements of heaven on your side, with you, going before you and behind. And so we just bless you with that in Jesus' name. And Patricia, I just see this royal, this regal prophetic crown on your head that God has graced you like a prophetess, a prophet in the Lord. You hear his voice. You hear, you discern his voice. And he wants to just light that up And affirm that that gift is in you to be released out of your mouth with confidence and boldness. Yeah, Tammy's just going to come lay hands on you real quick. Yeah, Lord, we thank you, God. We thank you for your gifts. We thank you for, for the gift of prophecy, for the gift of hearing, the gift of words of knowledge to discern and see and hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. So we bless your ears. We bless your ears. We bless your eyes. We bless all of your senses. Maybe just put your hands out before the Lord, Patricia. Yeah, all that you are, your sense of smell, your sense of sight, your sense of hearing, your sense of feeling and discerning, we bless it in the name of Jesus for the kingdom of God, that as the presence of God comes upon you, you will hear even more clearly and you will know distinctly what the Lord is saying. So we thank you, Lord, and we bless that in Jesus' name. All right, that's good. need just kind of soak that in. And I can't remember if it's Lindy, Terry, sorry, Terry, th- your name, it's not the, it is important, but what, what I was hearing has nothing to do with your name. Sometimes it does have to do with names. I'll just give you guys a little, a little clue of how I was hearing God for you two, for Michael and Patricia. Michael, I just, God was like, archangel michael the archangel and patricia it's like patricia king so you can just go in there i feel like the same type of anointing that patricia king carries there's a, there's a part of that that you carry too but terry i just feel like in you the lord just says there is a hunger there is a hunger and a thirst for the deep rich things of god can you want to stand up too just for a moment just for a moment i think barbara might come behind you just come bless you So, God, we bless that hunger. Your word says that those who who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they will be filled. They will be filled. So we just say, let that hunger release now. Let Let that infilling, that blessing of the hunger of God that you carry, come now and just be released with a greater measure, a greater filling. And I just feel like there's this tenacity inside of you, this this vigor to go after the things of God, to not relent. There is no relent. I just hear over you, relentless. Relentless pursuit. Relentless pursuit. So we just call that out. We just bless it in Jesus' name. For Michael, the um,
2: Lord says that you have long vision you can see far ahead of things or he's going to give you that if you don't have that So I just want to pray right now for your vision your your intuition your gut instinct that you already walk with the Lord and he tells you where to go and when to go but you can see things coming further ahead than other people that long range so Lord, I bless the vision that Michael has and I thank you that he sees the warnings coming and he sees the abundance coming. Actually, uh, what I'm hearing and seeing right now is you see the rain. The Lord has gifted you with the sight to see the provision. So in these days that are that are coming up, you will have the, the ability to see the resource where there isn't. The Lord is going to put hope in your mouth. Hope in your mouth. You are gonna look far ahead and you're gonna see where the Lord's hand is in a thing. You're gonna be like a Joseph in Egypt. So Lord, right now I just pray that you would bless his house, that you would strengthen his household, you would strengthen his health, Lord God. I ask that you would release angels to guard this word that you have called him to steward in these next years because he is bringing a hope to the city, a hope to where he is called to walk, because he partners with you and you have given him a vision to see and unlock the provision of heaven in Jesus' name.
1: Thank you, Lord. Terry, I was just feeling for you to, in your pursuit of him, have fun with him. Have fun with him. Explore learn new things but just run run and have fun with him and i just want to release joy a new joy to you in jesus name a new uh like interest a new that you want to explore with him
2: more so we just release that to you in jesus name yeah i want to release the advancement The you're faithful and you get things done, and you accomplish things, and you feel like you have been, and you have carried the burden by yourself, and you just do it, because maybe nobody else is there to do it. So we just release that the Lord is partnering with you, and His burden is light. And there is a new season where you're still advancing, and you're still breaking the walls down and the barriers down. I don't know what that speaks to exactly. Maybe it's declarations over your family, or, or jobs, or just in the area. But you're not just hitting your head or your hand against a brick wall and nothing's happening. You're going to be breaking things open and they're going to break through. And there is light. And I actually see confetti with that. So there is joy in this season for this next season. It's not going to be like the other season. So we bless that old season. We bless the work that you did there. And we bless this new season that you're going into. And that the joy of the Lord is your strength and his strength is going to break through what you need and through in Jesus name
3: so I saw you Terry uh riding a horse it's magnificent it's it's like a war horse like a Frisian but it is so well trained it's just a part of you and so much joy that you share with this horse that you have trained so well it just like leg commands no saddle no nothing It just leg commands it it will it will bow down it will run it will charge into danger it will keep you safe it is just, this relationship you have with this horse is like your power it's your power you have a lot of it I don't know if you know what a Frisian is the big magnificent uh, they were used a lot um, by Knights Jousting. They, were, they were sturdy horses so they could carry all the armor that you're wearing they can handle it they can handle it So you move into the future you move into the present with the armor of God on you on this sturdy steed you have so much joy from riding this horse and it gives you strength and courage it keeps you grounded it keeps you focused
0: anything else I feel like yeah Johnny come here Johnny Appleseed he's got a seed and he's going to pop it into the soil uh, earlier tonight uh, I was talking to Cara, and, and she had a vision that she saw all these seats fill and I was saying it could be people, it could be angels and then when we were worshipping it was like we were sitting down here and we were in a tundra, like the, the capital. And all these people around the tundra were looking down at us. And the Bible says watch who you entertain, because it could be angels. And they, they were dressed like us. At first I just thought they were people, but then I thought the angels stooped down just awe, oh, you know, that I was thinking. Just that totally sparked what I initially was sensing tonight too is but it wasn't the angelic it was the great cloud of witnesses and I I don't always think of what my mom is doing right now in heaven but I felt like not not during worship at least but I felt like those that have gone before us are they're, they're in that great cloud of witnesses and they're watching and they're cheering us on because what what they see in the kingdom in, in their experience whatever your eschatology is whether they're asleep or awake whatever they're they're in the, pre- the presence of the lord to be absent from the body is to be present with the lord and the bible does tell us in hebrews 12 that there's this great cloud of witnesses so it could be the angelic looking in leaning in but i believe that with them is the great cloud of witnesses they are cheering us on so that's a good word are we safe to i'm okay so just a little secret you know the preacher i'm i'm a preacher and i always look at the clock thinking oh this is perfect david's not going to have to worry about going overtime I mean, I mean, you should always carry that, David, inside of you, that concern that the clock could run out quicker than you feel. But, but we're going to hand things over. And then when, when he's done I'm giving the word, I don't know if you're both going to share together, uh, but when, when the, the message is over, we're going to participate in communion together. We'll close out the evening and respond with communion. So.
4: so far God just has so much for us he's got so much for us and you know for a while now I've had this this hunger to read God's word and to just know more about him I just want to know more and more and more about him I can't get enough and it wasn't always like that but I, I got to this place where I realized I could just ask, Lord, give me, give me a hunger for your word. Give me an appetite for your word. I want to know you more. But there's so much in the Bible, guys. It's kinda, it can be kind of overwhelming, like there's so much in there. And so God's just been showing me things and showing me things. And this week he showed me a few things that he put on my heart to share with you guys. So that's what I want to do tonight. So. You know LCC has been such a blessing for Akara and I and for anybody listening online I'm David <laughs> but um it's been such a blessing to be here you guys are a blessing to us and just being here is a ministry to us but not only that Scott and Tammy have allowed us to share this word with you and that can that's continuing to be a blessing to me and it just because I get to share God's Word with you. And we get to have that feast together. I literally see, when I'm starting to read the Bible now, I literally see a table full of food. It's a big, long table, and it's all for me. Mm -hmm. And it's all for you. And you have a table of food, and you have a table of food. Everyone's got their table of food. And you guys, it's almost like, You're like, oh, I just had so much food. I don't know if I could take any more. And all of a sudden you're like, no, I need to get some more. So I know you guys are hungry for, for the word, and I want to share that word with you. And if you don't have that hunger, there's no condemnation. You can just repeat after me, Lord, give me a hunger for your word. Give me an appetite for your word. so for some of you that i guess over time you have started to realize how much i really enjoy celebration especially during worship it starts to get a little bit crazy sometimes yeah i love it too and it's so good I, i'm 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 starting to get to a place now too where you know what, I'm I'm borderline getting toward that foolish level. I'm starting to look foolish for the Lord, and I really don't care, because I want to give everything I have to Him. And there's a lot of reasons behind that, and that's what I want to talk to you about tonight, was that we have a God that we get to celebrate. We have an amazing God. We have an incredible God. We have a powerful God. We have a God that did works ages ago, and he's doing works now, and we haven't even seen, I mean, well, except for Jesus, we haven't seen some of the, the greatest works. Jesus said that we would do greater works. Obviously, Jesus is the greatest work, but that's what I want to share with you guys. So I feel like Holy Spirit tonight wants to kind of draw the sun further and, um, and break off some things, because celebration is not... It's not just to get you guys going, get you guys riled up. Come on, guys, let's clap our hands, let's scream, woo, let's shout and give praise. It's not only are we giving God the glory, but it's breaking off. Anxiety, it's breaking off. Uh, Depression is breaking off. All the things that come after you in your life, they're constantly, the enemy is constantly coming after you, constantly coming after us. And we can, but we have a God that we can praise. And I wanted to, sh- I wanted to share that about straight out of his word. Starting with Isaiah 12, um, 2 through 6, says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and I will not be afraid, for the Lord God is my strength and my song. There's that strength again. We've been getting that theme the past couple of weeks, praying for strength. God, give us strength. He is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Jesus is our living water, and we get to draw on the wells of knowing his salvation that he gave us. That's just one part in the Bible. There's so many places. We, we skip forward in Isaiah 25, six through nine. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine, of rich food, full of marrow, of aged wine, well-refined that feast, guys. This is so good. Let this sink in. It's a French cuisine, but better. And he will swallow up on this mountain the covering that is cast over all peoples, the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces and the reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him, that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. So he's already defeated death. Like, we can celebrate him just for that all by itself. And we waited for him, like, we had no idea what we were doing in our lives until Jesus came and found us and by his grace pulled us out of the fog, pulled us out of, of just complete disorientation. So now that now that we know now, I mean, now that we're reminded of how great he is let's talk about our, posi- our position in him. And you can go to the This is from John 10:38 the last half of the verse. Understand this is Jesus speaking. Understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Jesus is in the Father. The Father is in Jesus. In the next one. You, however, are not in the flesh but in the spirit. If, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Let's look at that. Let's turn that around. If, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you, you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. We're in the Spirit. Hold on to that just a minute. I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, now you can go to the next. Jesus is saying, "'Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me.'" Did I read that right? Yeah. Abide in him. So Jesus is in the Father, and the Father is in Jesus. We abide in Jesus. Who is alive, right? Because Jesus was resurrected. And he went back up to heaven after saying hello to his disciples one last time. For a minute. And he sends a helper to us, right? The Holy Spirit. This is the same God that we're celebrating. The amazing works that he's done. The amazing miracles that he's performed. So, If we have this direct connection with the Father, it says, um, I'll just, I'll just read it out of 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So we're a new creation. And in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's still blowing my mind sometimes because I'm like, how could I possibly be righteous? But we're called to be righteous. We're called to be holy before him. And it's by the power of Jesus he's making us. First of all, Jesus is our covering. God sees us through Jesus. And so because we were made righteous through Jesus, that's how we have that direct access to the Father. So, I'm going to take this a, a step further. Um, I think this was the next one, but go ahead and go to the next one. I don't know if you can go backwards. But... Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So, I'll read a little bit before this, and then and I'll read this part. For it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living soul... The last Adam became the life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual didn't come first. The natural precedes the spiritual. The first man was from the dust of the earth. The second man is Yahweh, or Jesus, from the realm of heaven. The first one, made from the dust, has a race of people just like him who are also made from dust. The one sent from heaven has a race of heavenly people who are just like him. Jesus is in the Father, the Father is in Jesus. We abide in Jesus, we live by the Spirit. So, the one sent from heaven has a race of heavenly people who are just like him. We are a new creation, guys. We are in the earth, we are not of the earth. We are operating with Jesus. This world is messy and dark. We are lights in the darkness. so good, guys. I'm feeling it right now. This is awesome. Yeah, Thank you, Jesus. It's good. It's good so then it says later, so that was 1 Corinthians 15, 49 through, 45 through 49. And, and this is just before the last one. We'll, we'll wait just a second. So in James 1, 2, it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. What? What do you mean trials of many kinds? Well, Romans talks more about that. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So we rejoice in the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. What? Yeah, we rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces love. And I think everybody here knows that there's only three things when everything else is is after, after the earth is gone and after we've moved on with Jesus somehow. There's only three things that remain. It's faith, hope, and love. So with, with all these trials, with all these sufferings, we can, we don't look at it from the position of earth anymore. We don't get bogged down with what's going on. It's almost like, I don't know. I have to be aware of what's going on. We have to be aware and act smartly as a body of Christ because we are operating, operators of the kingdom and Jesus is operating his kingdom through us and expanding through us, and in using us to release his word. But through all of that, as we endure these trials, we're building, not, we're not just building character. Oh, that builds character. No, we're building hope. How many of us need hope right now? I need a lot of hope for what's going on out there. So I'm definitely speaking for myself. But if you guys need hope, how much hope do you think everyone else out here that doesn't know Jesus, doesn't get to experience this yet? Hopefully they will soon. The hope, the knowledge that Jesus, um, he paid for our sins. And we're not gonna be crushed by the enemy because look at what he did with the Israelites. He brought them out of Egypt. He brought them through the water. And then you know swallowed up all of Egypt's army. Egypt literally thought they had the upper hand over Israel. They literally thought it was their god opening up the waters, giving them the chance. That's how blinded they were to following the Israelites. Logistically amazing. Millions of people, Israelites, loaded down with gold and silver. You think they're gonna run very fast with all that? (laughs) I'm going off topic on my own thing. <laughs> they were blinded. We can celebrate that, guys. That's why we can shout. Yes. That's why we can celebrate. That's why we break off all of these things that come against us. And we can do it any time of day. We can do it throughout the week. We can send those texts to our friends. Yes. God is good. God is doing a good thing. God is amazing. God has got provision. God is about multiplication. He's multiplying. He's multiplying. He is multiplying, guys. I love it. So this is the last one. From Isaiah, going back to Isaiah, chapter 30, 31 through 32, says the Assyrians will be terror-stricken at the voice of the Lord when he strikes with his rod. And every stroke of the appointed staff that the Lord lays on them will be to the sound of tambourines and leers. Battling with brandished arms, he will fight with them. Oh. You can put up that one, I think.
0: We were supposed to put this one up about oh Maybe we should read
4: that I skipped it. It's okay. We can read that one. Oh, it's gone. There we go. That's okay. Every stroke of the appointed staff that the Lord lays on them will be to the sound of tambourines and lyres. Woo! That is awesome. As God is doing, that's, that's why worship, I, lo, I like doing both. I like doing the soaking. I like doing, I like every, the whole spectrum of worship. Don't, don't um, box yourself into one form of worship. Try all kinds of worship. Do it all. Do the celebrating. This I love this celebrating. I will try not to hop up and down too much right here with this mic. But oh my goodness, guys. Any kind of movement. Anything. Anything. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And if you feel like you can't do much, just do a little bit. Start small. You know, we, you don't have to be super crazy. There's some people out there who are like, oh, I don't know if I want to worship that way, but thank you, Lord, for that worshiper. That's okay do what you, it's your worship to God, that's the other part, like, that's why I love coming here, we're all ministering to God together we're all just giving him our love and we're pouring ourselves out to him so as I bring all this in you know, let that call come together in your minds and let that simmer, because what is this all for? you know, I've been mulling over like God, how do I How do I share the kingdom? How do I expand the kingdom? How do I become a fisher of men? And Jesus says, just follow me. I'll make you a fisher of men. You know, and as I was thinking of it, you know, I was reminded, Holy Spirit reminded me, you know, there's been a couple of times that maybe you could have talked to somebody I wanted you to talk to and you didn't because you were afraid or something. You know, maybe God doesn't want you going all, all over the place. He just needs you to talk to a few specific people with that perfect, the perfect word he's got for them. He wants to speak through you. And I need, I had to repent. I had to say, I'm, you know what, Lord, I'm sorry for letting my fear of, I don't know, what other people think of me or my job or or what, or what I'm risking but when you start to get to a place where you're willing to risk it all for God, you're risking everything. You start to realize, like, wow, that was silly. I don't know why I was scared, because I really don't care anymore. (laughs) This is how much I love God. And I, not only that, but this is how much I want other people to see the love of God. And God wants to use you to heal people, to bind up the brokenhearted, and to share the good news of the gospel, that your sins are forgiven. There's a huge potential, guys. There's a huge harvest out there, and I want to be part of going out there and getting that harvest home. There's so many Scott and Tammys. There's so many John and Charlottes, There's so many Barbaras. There's so many David and Caras and Forrest and Amys. Ethan's and Oscar. Yeah. And everybody here. There's so many of you guys that are out there that have yet to hear. And the the funny thing is we overcomplicate it. I also feel like and you can talk about this for a second, but because I think you say it better than I do.
2: <laughs>
4: we don't have to do that. We don't have to do this our own guy. We're overcomplicating it. <laughs> we make it so complicated. All we have to do is listen carefully to what Holy Spirit is saying. He tells us that person over there. I got this word for them. This encouragement for them. He does the work. As we as we when we got saved, we became anointed to share the word, to share the gospel. So it's not, by, it's not under our own power, even, to share the gospel. We just become the conduit <laughs> to, like, God, how do you want to reach this person? How do you want to show love for this person? I've seen those moments where, like, just even th- go driving through the coffee stand um, at Starbucks, and there's a, a woman there wearing a, uh, you know, she had the Starbucks apron, mm-hmm. It said uh, military spouse on it. And I said, wow, thank you for your service. And she said, well, you know, it's not me. It's my husband. And I'm like, well, yeah, but without you, we couldn't do anything. And she's like, oh, don't say that. You're going to make me cry. I'm like, oh, sorry about this. Uh, the weather's great, though, isn't it? It's so good, right? And she's like, yeah, you know. But it, Holy Spirit got her right at the right time with just the right word. And it's only because I had something that I've, like, just being in the military. like, I know about that. I know, I appreciate all the spouses you serve. So God can use you exactly in that place, in, in the experiences that you have to reach certain people. I can't reach all the people that you can reach. And maybe, you, you, you know, vice versa. So... That's, that's what I wanted to share with you guys. We don't have to be bogged down with this world. We get to take joy in it. We can let go of that, and then we get to just have a party with God and let him just use, like, what do you want to say to that person out there, God? What's, what's going on here? what's going on at Walmart, why are they stealing stuff, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, but God can find them where they're at, how do, oh, this is what we were talking about earlier, how can he use us to speak into, it doesn't matter if they're city leaders, business owners, hospital workers, police officers, fire, uh, fire, fighters, firefighters, I can say words, he wants us to, he wants to use us to speak to all levels of the community. What do we want to see here in Bremerton? We want to see God fully move in and impact Bremerton like never before. Yeah. That we're not just a city on a hill, but Bremerton is a city on a hill. So, amen. I love you guys. So let's, I'll just give this a little mini closer. You want to say? Okay. Oh,
2: so I think that also ties into what the Lord was showing me about cataracts, the spiritual cataracts. That we often partner with the cloudy vision over our city, over our households. Oh, this is never going to change. This is just Washington State. This is Bremerton. That's just Seattle. All of I 5, all the way down to Tijuana. We partner with that. We need to stop and repent. This is the field the Lord has given us. We're supposed to be sowing seeds of life, we're supposed to water those seeds. We're supposed to protect those seeds from bitterness, from the birds to come and steal it. We're supposed to cover and fertilize those seeds, the seeds in our own life. And the Lord can, he is going to, he is unlocking that tonight. So just let's think about that while we're taking communion too, that the Lord would renew our vision and give us the long vision to see for our city. If we carry hope and we don't partner with the cynicism And we don't partner with the bitterness. You know, the scripture actually says that many are defiled because of bitterness, not because of lust or murder or, you know, other horrible things. But bitterness really gets in there, and it can just cause havoc. It's horrible. We have to be careful we don't partner with that oppressive spirit in this state. We need to start declaring the good news over our city. So we get the reconciliation, the ministry of reconciliation. We have been reconciled to Christ. And then in turn, we have that ministry. We get to reconcile the city. We get to reconcile our households, the lineage, the destiny. We get to reconcile the folks out there to their true destiny and where they are. We carry that hope, that light. So where there hasn't been light and hope before, mark it on your calendars, guys. From this day forward, Bremerton is a city of hope. Bremerton is a city of light. Kitsap. the The whole peninsula is not a darkness over this. It's the light of Jesus. That's what we're partnering with. That's the words. We really have to be careful. You know, the Bible says that, you know, you decree a thing and it shall be done. In Esther... You write the declaration, it has the king's approval, and it can't be undone. If we are cursing, complaining, grumbling, murmuring, complaining about our city or our family, and then we're over here blessing it, and we're like, nothing ever changes. I pray for it, Lord bless Bremerton. Oh my God, this city, God, oh God. But I mean, I wonder why nothing changes. You can't bless and curse. I mean, I'm so guilty of this.
3: Yeah, me too.
2: We don't have to partner with that, what is accepted in society. And I think we become, well, I'm going to say it. We get lazy in the church, I think, too. Lazy and apathetic. But we have the ability to stir up hope within us. And we're advocates. We have to be our own advocate. The Holy Spirit in us is the advocate. So if you don't know how to be an advocate and how to stir up hope, Holy Spirit, help me show me. Holy Spirit, give me a hunger for the word because I just don't have that. Holy Spirit, I don't have a hope. Give me that. It says the Holy Spirit will counsel you in all things. You don't need a man to teach you. The Holy Spirit will teach you how to walk in the anointing and how to counsel you in all things. That's the gifts that we're supposed to be carrying and stewarding. So that's what we want to, I think, the, the cataracts, the the lack of vision, the lack of hope. We can't see the light. And it's so bright, you guys. I mean, look what Barbara just saw tonight. This whole city is lit up with the plumb line of heaven.
5: Yeah.
2: I mean, so good. it's not going away. And we're not the only ones that are carrying that. That's what we need to carry and walk through. And we're not, this isn't like brand new earth either. It's 2022, the Israelites went through like a bunch of shenanigans. The Middle Ages is full of shenanigans. The Roman time, you know. This is not new to God. We're brand new, maybe. It's our first time on earth and our last time. Right? We don't reincarnate or anything. I don't think so. (laughs) No. (laughs) But Holy Spirit in us is not brand new. He knows what's up. He's got the plan for us. He's got the hope. He's got the fruit. So that's our that's always our message, I guess, is our heads not in the sand, our heads are not in the clouds. We know what's up, but we know that we carry the word and we have the solution. So when the city leaders come to this house or when your business leaders or whoever you're interacting with comes to you, you've got the plan. You have that miracle plan that only God has the solution for. And we've got the vision for it. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the vision. Lord, that you're renewing our visions. Lord, forgive me for partnering with the cloudy, confusion, oppressive spirit that is over this area. Yes, Lord. I come out of agreement with that, Lord, and I come into agreement with what you just showed me today, that you are removing cataracts in this house, that you are cutting away the spiritual cataracts. Those are gone right now in the name of Jesus. And our vision is unlocked, and it is fully fixed on you and where you are going, and you got good plans for this city. You have good plans for this house, and you have good plans for each one of our households in Jesus' name.
0: Up with all y'all. Is this still on? Oh, yeah. Good job, David. You guys, you know, when it comes to preaching and teaching, the challenge is, you know, maybe most of us, I think, at some point, feel the challenge of, well, we compare ourselves to other preachers. And, you know, I'm never going to be a Bill Johnson. I'm never going to be a name the list. But the, the wonderful thing is when you hear a pure container of the Lord releasing the scriptures and what God is showing him it actually even how you took your time going through it I was seeing layer by layer by layer of what you were building and it's it's a really good picture for us guys because we need to know who our God is that Jesus is in the Father the Father is in Christ that we are in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is in us, that we are actually being transformed from glory to glory into the likeness of Jesus for a purpose so that we can do the stuff, we can do the ministry. So I'm gonna just tap this down a smidge. We're gonna go into communion and respond to this word. Check there, right there. I think that'll help get rid of that little echo. We're going to respond to this word, and oh, boy, Tammy's already lost my spot, probably, unless she's got something even even better. I can't find what
1: I'm looking for right <laughs> now.
0: Well, do you need some help?
1: No, I'm good. Okay. I don't have my glasses. That's not got
0: brother. So. Oh, boy. Yeah, tell me about it. I don't even have, I don't even own glasses. and I. You know, I'm going to read the scripture, then I'm going to invite everyone to come up and grab your elements. And in case you haven't been here for communion in a while, we have your choice of wine, which is just Manischewitz, or grape juice. So whatever you feel free to do, you can make your choice. It's awesome that you read the scripture, because this was the scripture I felt like, after just looking over all the stuff that you had to lay out on the feast table for us tonight i felt like to go back into this for communion and this is what we can really hold before the lord the elements of his body and his blood because it's through the cross it's through his sacrifice on the cross that this is possible let me just read it so in second corinthians 5 and i did i don't have the whole thing i just took little bits so since we are those who stand in holy awe of the lord we make it our passion to persuade others to turn to Him. So this is what what God is wanting to do. He wants to stir a passion in us, so that we can stir a passion in others to turn to Him. We want that Starbucks lady to turn to Jesus. I I wanted this week when a woman named Hope who was loading her mail truck next to my mail truck, and I was afraid to say something. Not afraid. I just. You really just want me to tell her you love her a lot? She knows I'm a Christian. She probably would expect that. So I resisted and then I finally was like, okay, Lord, we're inside the station. And I'm like, Hope, she knows she's got a good name. The Lord really wants you to know that he really, really, really loves you. And the world wouldn't be the same without Hope. And she, you know, I don't know, she didn't cry. That's my goal to make people cry, but like you know, you got that one to cry, so good job. But it's just you know, it's simply about taking these these simple opportunities and just being brave. I know Judy does it all the time. She's not afraid if she gets fired from that place. She's like, I'm gonna say what the Lord tells me to say, and that's good. And so we're all in different places with it, but you know, we do overcomplicate it at times. It doesn't have to be swing the, the fishing line out, hook them, and then reel them into the kingdom right then and there. It may not happen. You may not be the one that swings the sickle. You may not reap them in. You might just be the one that reveals the heart of the Father to them. Down at pause when you're encouraging those people that are broken and Anyway, you know, wherever you're at. So, we make it our, our passion is to persuade others to turn to Him. It is Christ's love that fuels our passion and holds us tightly because we are convinced that He has given His life for all of us. It's not all about you and it's not all about me, it's about them too. This means He died, excuse me, this means all died with Him, all died with Him so that those who live should no longer live self-absorbed lives. But lives that are poured out for him, the one who died for us and now lives again. One last little point. No. Yeah. God has made all things new. That's exactly what David was communicating tonight. He's made all things new. We are new creatures new creations in Christ you're you're not the same old you just like they they are the same old them now still in in the world they are they are still living according to the old nature but God wants to bring them into his family he's made all things new in you and in me and reconciled us to himself and given us the ministry of reconciling others to God in other words I know you already read all this I'm just going to try to read it really quick here as to emphasize it, it was through the anointed one that God was shepherding the world, not even keeping record of their transgressions. And he has, let me just pause, we've got to get our eyes off of the sin that they're stuck in. We don't need to get the fish clean before we reel them in. We just need to, we need to reveal the heart of the Father to them, bring them just as I am, without one plea, but that your blood was shed for me. And you have bid, bid me to come to you. The Lamb of God, I come. You would come to him and he will clean them up. Sorry, I don't mean to preach on top of a preacher. I'm trying to hurry. He has entrusted to us the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation to God. All you got to do is open the door. We are ambassadors of the anointed one who carry the message of Christ to the world. That's you, Michael the carrier of good news, as though God were tenderly pleading with them directly through our lips. He wants to plead directly through your lips and my lips. So we tenderly plead with you on Christ's behalf. Turn back to God and be reconciled to Him. For God made the the only one who did not know sin to become sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God through our union with Him. So why don't we... Open up the table. You guys can just go ahead and come on up. Grab your elements. Grab the blood and the body of our Lord Jesus Christ. Looks like such a huge church when you're all up moving around. <laughs> Is the line ever going to end? So just hold on to your, your cup and your bread for a minute. We already know the first facet that we want to um, hold, this, hold these elements before the Lord and, and ask for him to, to just release to us a greater measure of our own passion to share Jesus, to share his heart with people but I also feel like as you take communion tonight, he wants to heal your body. We've prayed for different things tonight. We've prayed for different types of healing, for cataracts, spiritual things. I want to encourage all of us, as you take communion, even if you aren't currently suffering with something physically, just to to declare over yourself the the life-giving healing power of Jesus that was made available to us through the cross. So I just wanna read this, and then David picked out a song that we're gonna play. You don't have to stand and worship to it, but we just want to um, play this song, and then when you feel ready, you go ahead and just ponder, ponder the words, and then when you're ready, you just take, take the communion elements, we won't walk everyone through it. But I'm just gonna read a couple things. So let's just pray this. And I'm not going to ask you to, again, don't take the elements, even though it sounds like this would be a time to do it. This is from Benny Johnson's little communion book. Um, So, Holy Spirit, as we take communion tonight, bring to mind someone whom you would have me pray for. I want to partner with you to intercede on behalf of my loved ones. Increase my sensitivity to your voice and your prompting as I pray. Tonight, we will take your body, resting in the assurance that you, have the, that you are the bread of life for every single person. And as we take the blood, we, we plead your blood over the lives and hearts of those individuals that you are bringing to our minds. Father, we trust that you are working your plan for redemption in every person that you bring to our minds tonight. So we say yes and amen to everything you're doing on the earth. And then as far as the healing, I believe that Jesus has made it possible for us to walk in divine health, that we can walk in the promise of healing continuously being released to our bodies. So God, we declare tonight, you are my healer. Because of all that was accomplished on the cross, divine healing is my birthright. It's my birthright. This is your body broken for me. Why don't we just hold it up before the Lord? We just declare that tonight, Lord. This is your body broken for me. Thank you, Lord. This is your blood that was poured out for me. You died for my sins as well as my sickness. By taking the elements tonight, we align ourselves, spirit, soul, and body, with all that you did for us. So I'm going to go ahead and play this song and just let this be a time for each one of us just to, to have a time of contemplation before the Lord. And when, when you are ready to take the elements, just take it as He would lead you to do it. There's no strict way to do this. Just, this is more important that it's a time between you and the Lord that you can declare what He, you are acknowledging and declaring what He has accomplished on the cross to release this, this call in a deeper way to be a a message of reconciliation carrier, an ambassador, and that you walk in divine health and you also release that divine health.